0: everybody, the SWP is brought to you by Jim K. Ford and All Insurance Ontario. You've heard a lot from me over the last three years and I think I can help you. My goal is to save you money and I'll make it easy too. I won't waste your time with 25 questions about whether you got your G1 on a Tuesday or a Friday. Text quote to 860 to get started. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Jim K. Ford Lincoln is turning 40, and to celebrate, they're giving you a gift. It's Truck Days, and to thank you for 40 years of support, Jim K. is offering up to $3,000 in factory order rebates. No matter what it is you have to do, make, move, or create, there's a Ford truck built for you. Come celebrate four decades of Jim K. by ordering your brand-new Maverick Ranger or F-150 your way. Secure your order today. Get started at JimKFord.com. At Jim K. Ford Lincoln, we say yes!
1: the swp with steve warren and jim jerome ottawa sports talk every weekday
0: all right welcome to the swp ladies and gentlemen it is tales of sports and whatever bit of an ottawa jag to things i'm here in the nation's capital jim jerome out in edmonton of course we applied our trade on radio in the nation's capital for oh i'd say 10 12 years something like that Uh, We appreciate you being with us here in the podcast version of our old show, Effectively. It is the SWP. And coming up today, we'll talk a little bit about the Ottawa Senators and their fine start. Daniel Offertson getting ready for a trip to the Hockey Hall of Fame fitted for his jacket, don't you know? Mm -hmm. Got to put a little little bit of beef on maybe around the waist so he may have to take that jacket out from where he was in his playing weight. And should Tiger take a cart? Should Tiger Woods, the great Tiger Woods, to get going on a cart on the pga tour all still ahead here today on the show thank you for being with us we hope you enjoy it james what's going on with you today
1: uh stevie i'm starting a weight loss program okay yep and uh it's they they, they tell you when, you know when you worked in radio right they, they do two things you know don't don't do the okay folks i just wanted to announce i'm quitting smoking you know with this big big you know kind of press conference you're gonna have about the big announcement but i'm too fat so i'm two, i'm 211 okay 211 is heavy for me i'm gonna go 15 pounds i gotta get down to 196 so i'm gonna start on this day october 25th or 6 whatever it is right and i'm gonna see how much i can lose steve in 20 shows okay three
0: weeks Okay. So what are you doing? Are you eating less? What are you doing?
1: No, nothing. I'm just going to hope over the next three weeks, Ah. I'm going to, uh, well, I'm a late night eater, Stevie. I'm a big snack guy. Uh, so that's what, uh, I got to, it's, it's, it's a craving, Steve. I can't get over.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Only eat between 11 and seven.
1: Yeah. Only eat between, yeah. If you stop eating at seven for sure. So I'm going to try that. I'm going to try that. And, um, it's a great time to try it, Steve, because I'm uh, walking through the grocery store looking at, you know, things. No, maybe get an avocado, okay, instead of uh, something similar, uh, two coffee crisp bars. Sure, yeah. Right? So it's close, right? It's close, right? But uh, but maybe go with the avocado, right, instead of that. So maybe uh, one
0: of those uh, 96 packs of Halloween yeah. <laughs> chocolate bars.
1: I was just going to say, good, good time to try and quit yeah. when Halloween's less than a week away. And, uh, I don't, it's like, it's like they built the whole grocery store, Steve, out of, out of 96 packs of chocolate bars. (laughs) It's like, I don't know if you've seen it, if you've been to the grocery store, okay. Every 10 feet, Steve, there's like 180 boxes of the, of the multi-pack, you know, like, like, like you, you got to get around them and then four feet later, oh, here's a,
0: here's a, you know, wonder bars if you want. Okay. I think yeah, if you take a close look at the Loblaws walls, you'll find yeah. those are also made out of 96 crates, the so 96 <laughs> packs that are just stacked <laughs> on each other like cinder blocks.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. they got them, they got them jammed in, Steve, in the organic aisle, you know, that right. every grocery store has done now. So you can put those in there beside the organic mushrooms. So we'll yeah, see how so. this will go. Might be a bit of a loft. 15 is a bit of a loft. That's a pound a day, mm-hmm. uh, over 20 days. I don't know. Maybe not bad. We'll see. Is it a health thing
0: or a, uh, trying to pick up the ladies thing?
1: Uh, if we, yeah, no health. Who gives a shit about the health thing, right? It's all right. about appearance, Stevie. Okay, right. why about yep. health? Schmelt, Stevie. Come on, come on. Don't lose your mind. What a dumb question. Is it about yeah. health? Uh, right. Yeah, no, it's appearance, Stevie. It's all about okay. appearance. Got gotcha. you. I, I want to get a little more uh, schvelt, Stevie. Right. Or as one of our uh, uh, weekly guests used to say. Schmelt. What? I want to get a little more schmelt. No. I don't know what that means. Well, it, it doesn't mean anything. They mispronounce the words, Steve. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. You got to try and get a little more schmelt. Okay, <laughs> schmelt, I guess. But no.
0: Schmelt. <laughs> well, I highly <laughs> recommend it, though, the uh, the intermittent fasting thing. You, you don't eat until 11 a.m. Okay. And make sure you, you do not eat after 7 p.m. That, and so that basically you're fasting for sixteen straight hours in there. You All have right. an eating window of eight hours and off you go. So no seven till eleven. Okay. Like no no nothing. I'm a coffee guy. Yeah, water, nope. black coffee, that kind of All thing.
1: Right. All right. Okay, I'm gonna try starting today. Good luck. So, yeah, thank you, Stevie.
0: Thank Long you. Chance. Yeah, I, I was only kidding around with Daniel Offerton. Like anybody else, uh, well in the middle age. Well, I'll put a couple extra on, but the, the bigger picture was he was at Canadian Tire Center today, and uh, I guess he's been fitted for his Hall of Fame jacket and ring here in mm-hmm. Ottawa. He says the whole thing is still surreal, and it is neat. Uh, he was bypassed, I don't know, four or five years, I want to say, before mm-hmm. they finally decided he would go in next month. And uh, I'm sure you have some great memories of Daniel Offerton from back in the day yeah you know the the only regret i had i never i never played a game of golf with them, and we both
1: knew that we were fanatic golfers um but but uh you know there's a there's a few guys uh stevie uh, not a lot not a lot but but there's there's a few who've reached the pinnacle and uh he was always one of these guys that uh i was always impressed Stevie because I'm so shitty at it remembering people's names. But uh, it's pretty flattering, you know, when one of those guys would, you know, they called me Jungle or Jim or something like that, uh, you know, that they're they're sort of, you know, nice, right? <laughs> and, and attentive, yeah. you know? Yeah. And uh, so it was always, uh, he, he was no look-by, I'll tell you that. He, he was always uh, cool, you yeah, know, super cool guy. And, uh, you know, baseball and hockey, Steve, uh, no doubt about it, are hands down the big Hall of Fames, mm-hmm. right? The big ones. Uh, you know, I, football and basketball. I I guess I guess the football's pretty big, but Canton's pretty uh, big, yeah. Yeah. But it seems baseball and hockey are the tough ones to get into. Tougher. I don't know why, but maybe yeah, I'm I don't wrong. know that
0: to be true, but they're certainly prestigious all day long. And you're right about Alfie. He's such a every time you get a chance to talk to him, he's absolutely present. He's not doing the look by you thing like you always right. talk about. And he's uh yeah, he's he's happy to talk with anybody. And uh, I, I honestly got a, a big kick out of it. TSN a number of years ago. I think it was the year that the Hall of, or not the Hall of Fame, the, um, the All-Star Game is here in Ottawa. And uh, James Duthie on TSN did a hit with Daniel Alfredson, and it was entirely about the Church of Alfie. And I always got a big kick out oh, of cool. the fact that, that Alfie got a kick out of the thing that, uh, that we created on the show and all the, uh, the facts, all the, uh, what do we call them, uh, the sermon or whatever it was the Alfie mm-hmm. facts, which were basically, at the end of the day, Chuck Norris facts. Right. Like uh, the right. Uh, the secret ingredient in 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 Red Bull is Alfie's sweat. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. the point <laughs> is I, I always got a kick out of the fact that Alfie got a kick out of it too. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Cool. Congrats, Alfie. Yep. Way to go, man. Yeah, we'll talk more about that as we get closer to the actual induction ceremonies, but uh, tsn.ca has a, uh, I think it's about 17, 18 minutes of nothing but Alfie answering questions about going into the Hockey Hall of Fame. But the uh, like I say, the actual ceremony is not until next month. Sends when they're fourth in a row, James. Fourth yeah. in a row. What is up, man? Yeah. What is up? And the Dallas yeah. Stars. Were, I was a little concerned going into the Dallas game because the three wins the Sens have gotten so far came against Boston, really banged up team, the Capitals who had some injuries too, and Arizona, which is just terrible. Uh, so mm-hmm. those are the f- three wins so far. Dallas, on the other hand, I think they came into the game. I want to say four zero and one. So they they were off to a great start to the season, and the Sens handled them nicely—a four-two victory—and uh, and they did it with a third-string goalie, because I mean it was two things that Sens fans were hoping for this year. On the one hand, a better start, and it seems like they've accomplished that—they're now four and two. But the mm-hmm. other thing is, they were kind of hoping they'd avoid all the injuries they had last year. Eh, not so much. So they lose Josh Norris for at least a couple of weeks. They lost Cam Talbot, one of their goalies. Uh, He has a fractured rib. He's probably two, three weeks away still. And then, uh, thankfully, it looks like it's only going to be a one-game deal. But Anton Forsberg, the other goalie, got hurt. Mm -hmm. So, two, both their goalies and their top goal scorer from last year, all injured already. And it didn't seem to make a huge difference as the Sens played really well. And, uh, yeah, so far so good as they uh, pull off their fourth straight victory.
1: Well, a lot of people don't know this, Steve, but the good thing about – you know, the, the Anton Forsberg is uh, the experience he had playing with the Minnesota North Stars.
0: Oh, uh, yes, yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> once Another, a show, Stevie, for a yeah, long one, time. now. once okay. a show
0: for a long time. Okay, fair enough. That's your, uh, your free space on the bingo card, I guess, as far okay. as <laughs> replies. Um, John Tortorella in the news, and we were wondering about this. We love ourselves some torty talk. Mm-hmm. What's yep. torty done now? And the headline reads, John Tortorella's clash with Flyer veteran core could derail the entire season. I don't know if the season had a lot of potential to start with, but uh, the story in Yahoo Sports today um, looks like he's already having problems, and we knew it it looked sounded like there was already problems back in the preseason, and now that we're actually into the season, it shouldn't be a huge surprise that uh, another conflict appears to be brewing in the Flyer organization and it looks like it involves Tortorella and star players Travis Konechny, former 67, and Mm -hmm. Kevin Hayes, and he benched both of them in Sunday's game as the Flyers were trailing to San Jose 2-0. He decides to bench his top two scorers in the third period, and uh, Konechny took accountability for the benching, said, I wasn't playing good enough, and uh, Tortorella, on the other hand, um, well, going back to his preseason quote, I'm not convincing anybody. I'm going to tell them what we're looking for. We're going to push to that level. And if some guys aren't willing to get there, or maybe there's some stubbornness about getting there, we'll look to someone else. And so on Sunday, Tortorella, look to someone else. And it already looks like everybody hates each other in Philly. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'll give Tortorella
1: marks, Stevie. Um, When you think of, uh, like, like the the reason the guy keeps doing it, Stevie like like keeps you know people on the edge of their seat going okay what what happened yesterday with torts and and it doesn't take very long, okay, it doesn't take very long before he stepped way out of bounds or did something completely unpredictable or or these days I guess more predictable with him but but you know what I mean right that's that, that something's gonna sort of center on him, right It's gonna be all about torts here, right. But I can't blame the guy, Steve. Think of the big picture. Uh, no matter what he does or what he says, he always ends up with a gig. Mm-hmm. Okay? So here he is again, coaching in the NHL. And uh, he's, he's coached with, you know, multiple teams. But, but no matter what he does or says, he just, he never gets blackballed, right? Never, no, no other team. Uh, like, look at like Mike Babcock, for example, may never get another job in the NHL from the way he left the Leafs uh who was the Buffalo coach Steve you know who uh coach Buffalo had lots of life uh has never since um oh Ted Nolan Ted Nolan right never everyone was like where where is how come he never got back in the fold right with the with the constant recycling of coaches you know Pierre Maguire Pierre Maguire never got another gig after Hartford you know and uh a couple of assistant jobs and stuff like that. So there's for, for whatever reasons, uh, but, but Torts like what he does year after year, gig after gig is something that most people with other coaches will go, well, they got to get rid of him, Right. You know, they got to, the guy doesn't have a control here of the team. You know, he's freaking out. He's calling out players. He's screaming at dudes in the press. (laughs) He's, he's telling people to F off. Well, don't worry about it. He said, don't worry about it. I'll land on my feet somewhere.
0: Yeah, and he does. Yeah, and, and he and does, he does you know? because I think that organizations see problems brewing and, and they and they want to restore structure. They want to basically shift the power back to the coaching position, which may have been lost and given to the players. I mm-hmm. think that's part of why he's still getting brought into organizations. I think maybe the Flyers as a, as a team. So, yeah, he's a good coach and everything, but we also need to, to – you know reel in the inmates here a little bit yeah to me to me john tortorella to some degree is like the alec baldwin character in glengarry glen ross oh yeah where he goes in and just tunes up the sales staff always be closing coffee is for closers and and going on that famous speech from glengarry Glenn ross that's a little bit of what i think john tortorella's function now is as an nhl head coach
1: yeah uh yeah, or or Alec Baldwin, who keeps you know keeps getting movie bits when he screamed like that, but at his daughter, Steve. I heard the voicemail the other day again. Yeah, again. Bad. bad, horrendous. Bad just you just made you. Yeah. Anyway, it's uh, that, that's kind of his style, and and like I said, people are he's saying to himself, doesn't doesn't matter. I might be out a year. I might get fired. I might be out a year or so. I'll get another yeah. job. Yeah.
0: It's like yeah, Mike other- Keenan
1: did for a hundred
0: years, you know, right. Would you be interested in seeing Tiger Woods prolong his playing career by taking a cart? And Aaron Rodgers, I get threw this out there after we were talking about Green Bay's loss on Sunday, wondering if Aaron Rodgers was uh, pointing fingers and stuff. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is pointing fingers here today. We'll talk about that, too. Coming up after these words. Everyone knows that to get the best price on home and auto insurance, you have to shop around. But who really wants to do that? With access to all kinds of insurance markets, not only can I get you the best price, but I'll also make sure that you get full value for your money. Call me. I'm Jared Gerrard, All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Jim K. Ford Lincoln is turning 40, and to celebrate, they're giving you a gift. It's Truck Days, and to thank you for 40 years of support, Jim K. is offering up to $3,000 in factory order rebates. No matter what it is you have to do, make, move, or create, there's a Ford truck built for you. Come celebrate four decades of Jim K. by ordering your brand-new Maverick, Ranger, or F-150 your way. Secure your order today. Get started at JimKFord.com. At Jim K. Ford Lincoln, we say good. We also want to tell you about one of our other great partners, and that is the Glenn Walton real estate team. And if you're looking to sell your home, maybe you're in the market to buy a home that better suits you and your family, or maybe you're keen on an investment property. Glenn Walton real estate team can certainly help. Glenn helped me sell a home a couple of years ago and provided a great painter, a cleaner, even bought new ceiling lights, all to make sure the home was looking its best on picture day. All part of his services, and he can do the same for you. Visit glenwalton.com. So, on the golf front, American golf star Will Zalatoris has apparently urged Tiger Woods to apply for a cart exemption from the PGA Tour in order to prolong his career. Woods has played in only three events since the start of 2021, all coming in the last campaign at the Masters, the PGA Championship, and the Open Championship. And uh, it all comes after the 15-time major winner opted to make his playing career a part-time one as he continues to recover from the injuries he sustained in that car crash in February of 2021. What do you think of that notion, James?
1: Um, I, I think so. You know, I, I think he'll let Tiger do whatever he wants, you know, if he wants to keep stay around the game. Um, is, it, is it an advantage? Um, I, I don't think so. It's it's an advantage if you're a twenty-five year old Tiger Woods and he wants to play golf, but he, you know, they're they're telling him you can't walk, you've only got to take a cart. And he's in his heyday Stevie, mm-hmm. right? Uh, that they say, Okay, Tiger can take a golf cart. Uh that one that one might, you know, other players might raise their eyebrow, go, no, wait a minute here. No, wait a minute. That that's that's unfair. You know, golfers suffer injuries all the time, Stevie, right? They suffer injuries all the time. And um you know may, maybe they will look at it one day if you get you know they they do it with amateurs stevie you get the flag right you know the guys with the cart and the flag <laughs> they, they can drive their cart right up to the green right uh i think you'll let this guy do whatever he wants stevie to to stick around the game of golf and to have him playing on uh you know thursday fridays at least uh i mean he's the face of the sport stevie has been for a very very long time uh, since the nicholas palmer days uh you know, he's and there wasn't much in between uh, when those guys started to hang it up, and then Tiger came along. Uh, uh, yeah, I I wouldn't hesitate at all to allow him uh, into his 40s uh, sh- shortly. Is he 39 or get, getting to be 40?
0: No, no, uh, he's 45, 46 now. Oh, is he
1: that old? Oh yeah, I should have known that. Um, um, so he, he for sure for sure. I got, I got no problem at all. What, what can we do? What can, what can we do to accommodate you, Tiger? What can we do to accommodate you to keep you playing the game? Uh, so I would, I would go with whatever he wants, you know?
0: Yeah, I'd agree. I think it's a case of no matter who the decision maker would be on this, because there are certain exemptions that players can apply for to use a card in competition. And, uh, so Woods did that. Now you go to the decision makers and, ask the question, okay, so why, why not? Why wouldn't you let Tiger use this? And it's like, no matter who you're talking to among the decision-makers, you say to them, you're making more money today because of Tiger Woods. You know, your situation, the game of golf is in a better place because of Tiger Woods. So whatever whatever game plan you've got here about saying no, being really a, a stickler or whatever it is, uh, you can just put that away because... Whether you're a caddy, whether you're a player, whether you're the commissioner or any other executive involved with the PGA Tour, you need to shut up and uh, let Tiger do what he wants to do. I don't know if he wants to or not. This may just be Zala Torres urging it, but he needs to be given that opportunity. And And it makes business sense, too. You want to squeeze every last ounce of Tiger's career out that you can.
1: Yeah. You know, here's the other thing, Stevie, that that people are overlooking all the time when they talk about this. It comes up from time to time. Uh, you know, in fact, they were interviewing Tiger uh, yesterday. I saw it, so now now I understand what it was all about, whether John Daly should be allowed to take a golf cart. And he's on the senior tour now. And and Tiger paused and said, well, I walked when I had a broken leg. Right. So uh, Tiger may be the guy who says, no, I'm not doing it. You know, he may, may be the, the, the first guy when they say, yeah, we'll let you do it. And he's going to go, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Here's the other thing, Stevie, that 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 people are, you know, off base about with, with the golf cart, right? It, it, it comes, it, it, it came up a long time ago, Steve. I forget who the guy was, but um, he he couldn't walk very well at all, and he was on the PGA Tour when when this first came up, whether they should allow him to take a cart. um. It's not like, Steve, if you and I are playing golf, or if, or if two guys are playing golf, Phil and Tiger are playing golf in their day, and one of them was allowed to take a cart. If the guy with the cart beat him, Steve, by a couple of shots, it's not going to be because he's taking a cart. Right? Like, the guy who lost isn't going to go, oh, I'll tell you what, he had a golf cart. You know? It, it, and I had to walk. You know, It it, it just... It, it to me it's not that big of an advantage it really isn't you know uh you
0: don't think it's like 95 degrees out and you're walking four rounds in the desert one guy gets a cart to do all that and the other does not you don't think that's an advantage no
1: nah, i don't yeah no <laughs> i don't i mean they 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 hydrate and all this stuff and they know they're you know they're peak performers they're in great shape um what you know I, I just don't. I, I think people think it's a huge advantage. It's a big advantage. And, and I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Uh, you know, I I really don't. The other option, Steve, is, and I, I don't know why they don't do it, is let anyone
0: take a cart. Right. You know, who cares? Yeah, we might be heading for that. All of a sudden, the,
1: the Live Golf tour tour Does it? O- right. Well,
0: Live, it, Live is opening up a bunch of new things as well. Yeah, you guys can all wear shorts. Right. Right. Okay right something maybe uh, golf carts are next yeah right well like the golf cart you know if if a
1: guy wears shorts is he gonna have an advantage over the guy wearing pants
0: all right so we'll see if tiger wants to go along with that or not and uh the stage he's just being urged to do so and i'd like to see him i'd like to see him do it if that is going to prolong his career because oh i don't know every golf tournament is about 10 times more interesting when tiger's playing and competitive yeah yep totally
1: and the and uh, the other one, Steve, is the 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 shot. This although it could pose a problem is the shot to to tie the major record or win it, and then you'll wonder if he does with the cart. Oh yeah. Whether Jack goes, hang on a minute here.
0: Hang asterisk, on. Asterisk. Asterisk. Hey,
1: wait a wait a second. Yeah. Uh,
0: so anyway. he's the same. He's older now than Jack was after he he won his final Jack major. Jack was 46, right? Yeah. 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 And Tiger in a few weeks is going to be forty seven. So I think Tigers at an end as far as majors go. There's just too many mm-hmm. great players, too. Even if right. he even if he caught fire one weekend, I feel like it still wouldn't be enough. Yeah. Anyway. However, Stevie, however, won the Masters, Steve, a few years ago. You? Yep. Yep. Right? Yes. Well into his forties. Uh, let's move on to football. Interesting stuff here. Bill Belichick. Big old dosa, big old slice of humble pie on Monday oh, night. No. Yeah. Taking on, he's at home. I mean, come on. Gillette Stadium used to be one of the toughest place to places to play in. The Chicago Bears, a team that struggled a lot this year, roll mm-hmm. into the New England Patriots Stadium and uh in front of a national TV audience, slaps around the Patriots 33 to 14. And uh you can only imagine how Belichick was after the game, even in the best of circumstances. He's not very forthcoming. Not very not dynamic fun. or animated, I would imagine. We'll play back the clip here in a second. I haven't listened to it yet, but I would imagine he would sound like a like a dying Canada goose taking its last breaths.
1: Oh Jesus!
0: Uh, <laughs> meh, meh, yeah. meh. Is that what they sound like? On to Cincinnati.
1: Yeah. I've never stuck around to watch a goose dying, Steve.
0: Oh, it sounds like you he did all the damage and they just left. Yeah. <laughs> I see. I didn't stick around though.
1: He'll be okay. Don't worry. He's dying. He'll be dead in no time. Yeah. He'll, you might hear some noises there, but that's funny. That does sound like Bill Belichick. Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Here's Bill Belichick talking about the loss to the bears last night.
1: Obviously a uh, poor performance tonight. Um, I know we were badly outcoached, outplayed, um, just didn't do anything well enough in the game to have a chance to win or deserve to win. Um, The Bears did a good job, Um, totally totally controlled the game in all three phases. So um, we got, uh, obviously, a lot of work to do here and need to to perform a lot better than that, need to compete better than that and perform better than that. Um, It's not any one thing, just collectively it's all of us, and we just have to all perform better. Simple as that.
0: Who is that guy?
1: I was expecting expecting
0: one word answers and he's like giving us war and peace by his standards. I'm going to, uh, I'll tell
1: you what, Steve, if I'm a journalist, a sports writer, I am ripping back to the office to make sure
0: I beat the deadline. Okay. To get those quotes. (laughs) Still, it was the most gracious I've ever heard bill Belichick. And it happened after a game like that. Oh, okay. I'm coming from, I'm, I'm coming from the opposite side.
1: He kind of reminded me of the, the, the Daryl Sutter of the NFL. Yeah, well, we're no good.
0: Well, All yeah, three faces. But, but no. I mean, he's always boring. He's always got that boring lilt. But he almost never. And I was I was watching the timer, and uh, it was close to forty eight seconds of gracious dialogue. Oh, like nobody, okay. Nobody had to pry anything out of him. Like he he launched in and and gave gave the media forty eight seconds of his time. And by Belichick's standards. That's phenomenal. It's a That's a phenomenal turnaround <laughs> for him. Well done, Bill. Well done.
1: All right. Man. I've, I've just goes to show you, not a big fan of post-game press conferences, Steve. Me.
0: Oh, I thought we, we've talked about Belichick and his famous yeah, I know, I know. post-game I know stuff have, before. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Aaron Rodgers in the news. Yeah. Let's so, talk about this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he and the Packers in the midst of a three-game slide – facing the Bills in Buffalo on national TV on a Sunday night. I'm a big Packer fan. As you know, things could get ugly for the Packers in a big old hurry. Well, Aaron Rodgers had some interesting comments on, I, th- I think it's a weekly visit on the Pat McAfee show about the state of the team and said some players who are making mistakes should be benched. Um, This is really? the quote. Guys who are making too many mistakes shouldn't be playing Got to start cutting some reps. Maybe guys who aren't playing, maybe give those guys a chance. And then, of course, Twitter goes crazy. Yeah, agreed. It's backup quarterback time. Right, right, right. He's actually advocating to start Jordan Love. So we all agree Love should be playing. Got it. Everybody's kind of going at Aaron Rodgers as if, you know, we're going to talk about uh, benching guys making mistakes. Well, Aaron, welcome to the sideline. Yeah.
1: Yeah, i i don't get it you know i don't it's it's funny he says that right because we were just saying the other day or i, I was i don't want to throw you under the same bus right that that this guy's getting karma i don't like the way he held the city uh green bay hostage and the league and everybody else who's you know the, the these sports leagues live and live and die on their superstars you know uh right. so it's a you know there is a bit of a fraternity if you're running the nfl of of you know the Dax and and the Aaron's and the Tom Brady's and and all the other guys, Josh Allen's and all these guys, where where you hope they're in the news all the time, Stevie, right? If you're trying to run the end, and then when he has a chance to do it, uh, he was a knob, I thought, I yeah. thought, and and is he getting karma payback here? Uh, probably, I guess, but but why Stevie? Why would you ever do that? Because um, you know, quarterbacks get get more praise than anybody, Steve. They get more praise than anyone. It's the nature of the game. You know, it's a little weird, right? Because they hold the you know they got the ball all the time. They don't get it like linemen do. Um, but you got to take the good with the bad. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to take the good with the bad, and you've got to you got to be humble, right? When the stuff's going shitty, the last thing to do is okay, Aaron, get in there and blame everybody else. Yeah, like he just where's the upside there, Stevie? Even if you're acting selfishly, if you're Aaron Rodgers, you know, he's like, I don't know, he's like this petulant little kid going, don't, wasn't my fault, you know? Yeah, 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 don't look at me. Don't look at me, you know? Uh, I mean, it's
0: worth noting that it's a case of he's on a show and he's being asked specific questions and probably emotions come out and none of it's scripted. It's not like he had a press release and he's at a news conference, he's had time to think Mm -hmm. about it. This is all the stuff that came out and we should point out that that's the forum that this was said in, but still, the guy's been in the league a long time and and he knows, I, I think that, I mean, maybe, I mean, maybe he doesn't care at this stage. Maybe the team is so bad that they're at a stage where it's like, you know what? I, I can't even play with these guys anymore. Let's try some new guys. I don't even care if these guys get pissed off at me. We got to do right. something here, but because, right. because in general, again, you're about to take on a Super Bowl contender in their building in front of a national audience. And I mean, unless the Packers go ahead and make wholesale changes and take it, all these guys, you're probably going to be having to go to war with these guys on Sunday night. Mm -hmm. And they're not necessarily going to have your back after what you said just there. So I think it's ill-advised for sure. And I agree with you. Plus the other,
1: I think the other thing he did, Steve was yell at his, his snapper, uh, on the field, uh, and, and said, "You know, snap the snap the effing ball, snap the effing ball." Uh, right. And I think that was a recent clip.
0: Not uh, sure. I missed that completely.
1: Yeah, Tony Romo was saying, "Listen, to, listen to Aaron. Listen to Aaron." Maybe it was an old clip, but even if it was, uh, it's shut up, Aaron. Shut up. Right. Don't embarrass me on the field with a bunch of other players around. Uh, Tom Brady so, and
0: the Tampa Bay Buccaneers having the same kinds of issues. Not not particularly a great season for them so far. Mm -hmm. um i think the year though that they went to the super bowl and won it tom brady's first year i think they had a very very shaky start to a season so i wouldn't write them off just yet the way i kind of am with my team with the packers but a bit of hot water the buccaneers got into near the end of the game or act the end of the game mike evans their star receiver is leaving the field and two line judges two officials who had just officiated the game come running up to him and it looks very much like he's signing autographs for them, and I That's guess funny. they've I guess they've <laughs> investigated. I mean, the optics of that are terrible, obviously, right? Right. Um, but apparently, the theory is I mean, I watched the video, and I would have bet my life that you had two giddy football fans trying to get a, an autograph from a superstar NFL player. Mm-hmm. But the explanation now is that no, it was a case of. I guess one of the officials and Mike Evans went to the same school and there's a guy at that school who's a golf pro and Evans wanted the phone number looking for help with his golf game. Oh, I'm, my God. I'm looking at that with one <laughs> eyebrow raised, to be honest. Like, you don't need to be taking care of that in the tunnel on the way back to the dressing room. Right. <laughs> Make a call, text a guy after the game or something like that. Right? It's right. nothing else, it was moronic. Yeah. Hey, do hang on before you go to the locker room. I'm having trouble
1: with my transmission on my car. Can you give me a number of a guy?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Coach is waiting Before for a us a shower, there. it's important. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, coach is waiting for us for a speech here. He wants to talk to us all. But, no, let's uh, let's swap phone numbers and get our golf <laughs> games in order. I don't know. It just seemed very strange. Right. Uh, totally uh, let's strange. call it. Let's call it quits right there. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being with us today. Don't forget our website is stevewproject.com. Have yourself a great day, and we'll talk to you in our next episode. Good night, everybody. We'll see you.